Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. This episode is brought to you by Elevated Room Events. Any event that you need, small, large, or medium. <laughs> Specifically medium. No. <laughs> Weddings, birthdays, dinners, weekend retreats, Elevated Room Events is your go-to. We fucking love Elevated Room Events. We use them for our witchy dinner. If you haven't seen our witchy dinner, go check out our website, goodmomsbadchoices.com, and click on events, and you can see exclusive photos from our Elevated Room event. Um, And basically, all of our events are Elevated Room events. Um, It's run by two mamas, which we love. They can make your creative imagination come to life. Run wild. (laughs) (laughs) Make sure you go check out their Instagram at Elevated Room Events and their website, elevatedroomevents.com and tell them Good Mom sent you. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Bye. Oh, well, not bye. See you soon. (laughs) Man, I'm broke for real. Gotta make it big and no time to kill. I'ma make a meal. I don't need a deal. Buy my mama a house and a brand new car Myself a crib, pay all the bills She'll never have to work to live She'll never have to work to live All I ever wanted was a break Never wanted a handout So I keep my head up I swear I hate asking for a favor Even though I need help All I got is me now Mama raised four kids on her own Two baby daddies Welcome back to Good Moms, Bad Choices. I'm Erica. And I'm Mila. And it's Wednesday, bitches. Happy hump day. Happy hump day. I hope somebody is getting humped tonight or this morning. (sighs) Me too. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of humping, Hmm. I was reading one of Bay Leche's posts and she was just saying that she, uh, sometimes she's feeling... Like, she wants really deep connections sexually. Sometimes she just wants, like, very um, surface day physical connections. And I was like, that's so interesting because, like, we actually really do go through seasons. You know, like, sometimes I want to have deep 
spiritual sex and sometimes it could just be like a casual encounter and that's fine too but sometimes I think you need different things um, I agree because there was a time and a season where all I really wanted was to have really what baby say something go lay down I'm going to, but I have to, I told you I have to finish and then I'll be in there. Okay? Please go lay down. She's so tired. I know. She's she's, she's literally like, stare, like hanging on for dear life. As I'm talking about my sexual seasons. <laughs> <laughs> um okay, yeah, go lay there. Okay, good girl. Um there was a point in like my entry into singleness where I really just wanted to have like aggressive, um, disrespectful sex, honestly. Um, and now, and that's really all I wanted. Like I noticed that with every person that I had sex with, that that's what I wanted. To the point where I almost felt bad about it. Like I was like, what does this say about me? What's what's happening to me? But, and then like now I'm in a place where I like, I still want that, but I like also need variation. <laughs> um, then there's times where, like, all I want to do is be, like, cuddled and romantic. And there's times where I just don't even want to have sex. Like, I don't even feel like being touched. And, yeah, I think you have to, like, honor where you're at. I try not to judge yourself because I definitely did. And now looking back, I'm like, why? Just do it. Just be in it. Just do what you like, what, what fulfills you in that moment. Maybe explore why. But sometimes it's just what you, what you want. Some weird, freaky, kinky, casual shit. Some real deep soul depth shit. I just thought that was a cool subject. I, I hadn't thought about it in that pers- Like It's going to change. Your appetite for and your needs are going to change. And um, I think we've been taught to shame the part of us that's like, lusting lusty and and wanting just kinky casual sex but that is just a part of the human nature sometimes it's what you need you you do yourself a disservice denying yourself i feel like but anyway that's all because we said happy hump day (laughs) we're getting real deep already (laughs) deep bitch i'm tired like i really yeah (laughs) you are getting deep at uh 9 30 p.m you know what really 9 30 is it 9 30 it feels much later i know but like oh god my daughter's awake god damn it i know i didn't really yeah um honestly this school shit's kicking my ass I'm tired, bitch. I'm tired as fuck. Welcome to the club. Yeah. I, I've been like, this morning I woke up at like 6 a.m. to try to exercise. Well, I did. I, well, I woke up at 6, but I actually didn't get out of bed till 6.30 to try to exercise. I'm like, I moms do this shit. They wake up early as fuck and they work out or like drink their coffee and like do things early you know and i'm like i'm literally waking up to wake her up to get together to get it her together to try to get me together to get her there to get me here to barely get shit done i'm like okay maybe if i start waking up earlier i just have to make it a habit i know once i do it like i remember waking up around 6 a.m for a while and it was fine it's just it's like working out and also not going to bed at 2 a.m you know the way I look dropping off Luna to school <laughs> compared to the other moms 
when I pick her up, I feel like I have to really step my game up because in the morning it's so I just literally roll out. And <laughs> sometimes I'm just wearing a hood and like don't look. What are it. the other moms are like stylish? Fully dressed. Really? Yeah. I mean, most of my moms at her school are in like workout gear. And I'm like, bitch, are you really going to work out? Or are you just no, wearing the workout he, gear on? Because I know I'm wearing workout gear and a bitch is not working out. Well, workout gear is also L.A. fashions. It's just comfortable. Yeah. But, but that's like, like people people wear to work, too. No, I think in L.A. No, I know. People hang here. out in workout gear. No workout happening. No, I know. Because when, um, when anyone comes from New York, they're like, you guys are so casual. We get like, wear like spandex on like. At 4 p.m., like, what's going on? Almost if someone's, like, wearing a, a casual business, business casual, they're like, where the fuck do you work? <laughs> where are you going? Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Like, come to LA. It's super cash. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Roll that weed. Roll that weed, girl. This is just going to make us more tired. But I'm ready to go to bed after this. I'm so tired. Oh my god, sorry guys. This is probably not good for anyone listening to this in the morning. <laughs> this is terrible. Like, Wait, get up. Wake up. Wake up. Come on. <laughs> like these bitches are yawning on the podcast. <laughs> Nobody write that in the reviews, goddammit. <laughs> oh. We're up and we're pumped and we're ready to go. <laughs> oh, okay. Baby pooped in his diaper, guys. What <laughs> <laughs> baby? Jack, Jack. Oh. Um. Yeah. So, how was your weekend? I saw you went to Sunday service, Kanye West Sunday. Um, I did go to Kanye West Sunday service. <laughs> you flaked on me. No, I, I'm kidding. No, no, I did want to go. It's just I had priorities. So I was inviting my friends. I'm like, do you want to have a Sunday service? And they were like, church? I was like, no, bitch, Kanye. <laughs> no, I'm not going to church. It is church. I know, but I didn't realize it was church because um, Zaya, actually, shout out to Zaya. Actually, Zaya's, uh, if you listen to our song that opened this episode, that is Zaya Bell. She's bomb and also She's a, a choir a, member. At Sunday service. At Sunday service. Yeah, her album is super bomb. Um, you should guys go check that out. Zaya Bell. Um, Everyone in that choir is fucking insanely talented. I heard like when you were posting and like Ashley was posting, it sounded amazing. No, it does sound really good. It, the, the aesthetic was really beautiful. It's all like fresh flowers and... Shrubbery and and that Hedge. orb, that orb in the yeah, ceiling. Yeah, the orb in the ceiling, like this light, um, ultra light beam. Ultimately, <laughs> is that what that was? Yeah, it's not an ultra light beam. Um, it was really beautiful, and you know what? I actually, I'm gonna keep it all the way 100. I felt really guilty about all my anti-religious <laughs> remarks, R- rhetoric, rhetoric, because I, I. I do get beside myself with the anti-religion. <laughs> um, and I, you know, I know I keep saying it, but in the eighth grade, <laughs> I got very oh, yeah, you... Christian. <laughs> in the so, eighth grade. I did. It was Back in, in 1998. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it was 2003. Yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. Um, 2004, maybe. No, 2003. I was super into church and I was in the youth group we were like leading youth fucking 
youth services. I went to winter camp, church winter camp. And the music was the part that I could get lost in. And uh, unexpectedly, I didn't really, I didn't think I was signing up for this part, but there was a pastor at a Sunday service. There was two. And they had... They, Were they, they both men? They are both men. Mm-hmm. One from Atlanta, one was from Compton. And um, they, they preached a little bit. They did some word. And it was it spoke to me, and I was gonna. What was this? What was like the theme of well, that wh- service? Um, I heard a lot of things, but specifically, what I remember was, um, don't be burning shit on fire, girl. Oh, shit was on fire. <gasps> I think it's fine, right? It's Wait, um, was oh basically like you'll fall, and you'll get back up again. And you'll fall, and you'll get back up again, and you'll fall again. But <laughs> Jesus always forgives. He's constantly forgiving. He doesn't care about yesterday. He doesn't care about tomorrow. But right now, as long as you're getting back up again, getting back up again, then God is merciful, and that he's always forgiving you. And I immediately felt like it was speaking to me because I was just feeling like, fuck, all this talking. And I'm just scratching the surface of all the shit I have to dig through. All the, like, programming that I've experienced. All the the way I... All the things I... I, I how I react to things emotionally in my body because that's what I'm used to. Um, you know, I was just feeling like when... You know, sometimes you just be doing a lot of the same shit because that's what you're used to doing. And I'm like, it just spoke to me like... You'll fall and you'll get back up again. And every time he's forgiving and forgiving and forgiving. And that's how gentle you have to be with yourself. You know what I mean? And we forget that. We're so hard on ourselves. We're so harsh on our expectations of ourselves. Not realizing like we're human. So that was a pretty powerful message. The music was powerful. It was just the energy was really, was really dynamic. And you felt that shit. You felt the presence of... God and you felt like everybody in the room is feeling it and I always say this like I'm not religious but I feel like when any group of people puts their intentions and their vulnerability and all to worship one thing or into one room you're inevitably going to feel it when you're when you're going to seek when you go seeking a message no matter how it's delivered to you from a stranger at a church from a pastor from a conversation you're going to if you're looking you'll and you're seeking you're going to find the message that you need to hear at that time Mm -hmm. so i feel like if that's in church if that's in you know srf or whatever wherever you go that if you're open to finding the message that's in everyday life, then you'll be able to, to, to receive. I think really at the root of religion, like before it became a means to control and, you know, influence, sway, I think that's really what it was. Like that's why, that's how they were able to package it in a way. Because... We do. We feel that. We feel that connection to one another, to like, you know, a deeper existence than just us. Mm-hmm. But also this, this like primal feeling Instinct of to like connecting to source. Right. Right. And the need to feel. 
don't know. Open enough to charge up from it, to be filled up from the word, filled up from the, you know, the gospel. Like, there's all these, like, words that we're taught. Was, was, did he, did Kanye, like, do, say anything, or did he do music, or did yeah, you he, see him, he, or what was he doing? He was there, um... Does he lead it still, or is it like no? Now, the, the, the not pers- lead it, but like well, he leads it. But the person in the center, like leading the choir, is another man who talks throughout too. And um, even he at the end was like, you know, it doesn't matter what you did last night. Maybe you smoked some stuff. <laughs> I know. I was like, maybe you drank some stuff you shouldn't. Maybe you late. You woke up with somebody you didn't want to lay, wake up with. No matter what you've done last night, whatever you did yesterday, God doesn't care it doesn't matter today is what matters you're loved you know like and i think people we all need to hear that you mm-hmm. know he was kind of off to the side i think he does like those you know <laughs> the buttons the the mixtape like you know like mm-hmm. um and then he got on he got on the mic he performed a lot of some of the songs from jesus is king mm-hmm. you know that chick-fil-a song which Luna would not stop singing after he left. I haven't really listened to his album. I've listened to like maybe like the beginning of it because I like to listen to albums in their sequence. And I started playing it, and then like I think I like I don't know what happened. I got distracted or something. But what I heard, I and mean, he's he's a, a, an insanely talented. He's amazing. Artist. Like what I heard, I was like, oh, I mean, he's always he's just so incredibly talented. And unfortunately, like we get bogged down by his views and all that other shit. But you know be able to put that aside and like see like what he, he there's one thing you can say about Kanye West is that he is able to rise and rise and rise and rise again and reinvent and inspire and build and his vision it he is he is a genius in so many ways mm-hmm. i think the annoyance for me is like the fact that he always feels the need to have to like make get everyone's approval on that i think maybe like it mm. seems like he's i don't know it doesn't matter the point is, is like, I think what he's doing is amazing. A narcissist? There's that, yes. Is that what you're going to say? Mm, no, that's not what uh, I was saying. No. <laughs> um, no, I, no, I was just saying, like, well, well part of it was this, that, is like, I thought, I feel like, you know, he's always needs to be validated as this genius. Like, he needs everyone to, to say agree. it. Right. Um, where it's like, dude, you, we know. Right. You know? Yes, baby. You know where they are? Go get them. I don't know how to open them. Yes, you do. Just open them. Um, can, you clock, can you close that door? Um, but uh, a part of feels like part of me feels like it's low-key his persona at this point. Like even while I was there, he was performing uh, church on Sunday or whatever, and he's like, "This is the greatest song ever, ever rap song ever made in history." That's just how I feel. I'm like, okay, Kanye. <laughs> sure, whatever you say, you know? I mean, he's still Kanye. He is still Kanye. But that's what I'm saying. Like, that's almost like branding. A genius, like, he's just turned, you know. But that's actually who he is, and you have to love it. Mm-hmm. You know, you could disagree with a lot of shit. It's, he does a lot of extra shit. Mm-hmm. But, like, at the end of the day, he's an incredibly talented artist. And most people like that are, like, crazy mad geniuses. Mm-hmm. You know... Honestly, like before you invited me to go to that to that, I had been like I was thinking like my mom said something recently to me. Not too much, just enough. Thank you. Maybe she'll that'll translate to something that she understands. She she listens pretty good. She does. She doesn't break rules. 
Um, I have a feeling she's going to pour it and it's all going to just go everywhere. But whatever. Get across that bridge and get there. Um, she said something about like, I remember like there was a time, like I grew up going to church with my dad. Like that was our thing. Like I didn't see my dad a lot, but when he did pick me up on Sundays, that was his thing. Like he was repenting for his sins of the week and also picking up his daughter he hadn't seen. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to heaven. Yeah. (laughs) Period. Um, And so I grew up like going to a black church. Like that was my first entry into church the church was like the black the choir the music and i remember before i even understood what any of it was like that's what i connected you feel it you felt like everyone coming together you felt like everyone okay i'll be there in one second you felt everyone coming together you felt everyone's energy you felt like people you felt like people needed help and people were getting help and it just felt like a place where I don't know like it just felt like a place even while I remember because there was a lot of like people being saved and Holy Ghost and hands raised that and never kneeling. I think because I, I that never scared me I remember bringing my friends to church with me Oh my god. I remember bringing my little, like, two of my little white homegirls to church from, like, Archer School for Girls, which is, like, this super, like, prestigious middle school my mom sent me to. And I took them to Church of the Harvest, which was at the Palladium at the time. Yes, the Palladium was having (laughs) church, also a place where people do drugs currently. Like, that's where, like, Lizzo just performed. Like, that's where, like, it's like a concert hall. Yeah, it's a concert hall. Yeah. Um, and people like passing out and shit and speaking in tongues and they were all like scared. Like, like oh my god. First of all, it's probably the most <coughs> amount of black people they've ever seen they in their so lives. They were so scared. And um, I just kept I was like proud. Like I remember scared? being no, not I just proud of like it's fine, you guys. This is like totally like it's and normal. being like this is like I don't know, I, I don't I just remember this feeling of like This is how we do it. <coughs> yeah. Mm. Um also church though too was like confusing to me though because my dad didn't pay attention much <coughs> he would play games with me all the time <laughs> like, um, and then in the, at the end would go talk to like uh the like the, the preacher the pastor at the end and go do his like secret like private talk of forgiveness or some shit <clears throat> but um i remember like i think my really like for me church became Negative when I got to, you know what I think it was my, my like when I got to high school, when I started going to Catholic school. What do you think about why? Because I think that's interesting. Um, it was so different than anything I was used to. It was so like oh oh you're saying that your church experience at Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not even. I didn't even go to church. I didn't grow up going to church every Sunday because I just also didn't grow up with my dad. My mom. I also got a different perspective. Here you go. I also got a different perspective because my mom then started to go to church throughout, on and off throughout my life. I felt like she started going whenever there was like she was going through going through something, and it was always it was it was much different than the church my dad would take me Mm -hmm. to, and I never liked that church. Was it Catholic or regular? It was like Mm non-denominational, but it was very like. It was in the valley. It was very Caucasian. And I just remember it being very boring. It wasn't as exciting right. as the black church. There was no music like that place. Right. There weren't people, like, 
just it was just like the energy that was in that space was not in that space mm-hmm. and it just seemed like and then I would go to Bible study it felt like I was in school right so then going to Catholic school where it is school I, and it is like it just changed it just changed and also like it really like the people that were teaching me religion in high school it was a lot of shame involved it was a lot of shame it was a lot of guilt it was really guilt driven like if you don't do this then this is what happens and if you don't like believe in this then you're going to hell or like you're not a good or you need to do more work so that you can be a better person that was absolutely where i was like ah i'm cool to the point where because i was doing bad things <laughs> and then i fell and then they would tell me things like when you're one of G- when you're one of god's children he also will punish you when you're doing wrong and like <laughs> so stupid now i got caught like two times in a row sneaking a boy in my room (laughs) we're having sex or anything and i got caught twice and i was like oh this is because i'm i'm a christian now and god is not gonna let me get away with this (laughs) i was like praying on my knees oh my god i know but um there's a lot of reasons i'm turned off by it uh the guilt the shame um there's so many things that come naturally to us as women and as people, sexuality, um, sensuality, being in touch with that. Like, I don't like to, I don't think in any situation you should be guilted in doing anything. There should be no, if you do this, you're going to go to heaven. If you don't, you're going to go to hell. Mm -hmm. That makes me feel uncomfortable. I feel like it's like trying to make a fearful people. Mm -hmm. And I think that's like a fear tactic. I don't believe in that. So I, but also, I went to that winter church camp, and the last day they started speaking in tongues. <laughs> and I was, and then they were like, for, like trying to really pressure us into catching our tongues too, and we just weren't catching the tongues. And like to the point, they like on the way, like we went back to the cabin, and they were still trying to force the tongue speaking. What? That's too much. It was too much. And then one time, my youth pastor said something about my cleavage. Of course, you know, I've been a hoochie since I came out the womb. So I was just like, why are you looking at my cleavage? This is strange. Like, I wasn't even thinking about it. You're not, you're never thinking about it. Then there's the, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> then there's like the black side of me that like, I, I, I associate, I associate like Christianity with like their, their tactic to make like slaves, like give them a little something, but take away their freedom i i i, I totally cannot wait was your so if you're is your history with the church in catholicism no did you go to church i, I went to catholic schools right but did you go to church like in, in philly or did you go yeah to i went to, i always went to i went to church with my grandmother and i think she i don't even know like baptist mm. and then when i moved here my dad is and i grew up in a very anti-christian family my dad was like ain't no jesus some white man, mm. they, they, he's not like, it was like some some white man made that up a long time ago and everybody believed it. And that made sense to me. It's as I got older, but then I don't know what happened in eighth grade. <laughs> I got into it, but as I became more aware, it, it doesn't, it didn't sit well with me. This huge, white, blue-eyed, blonde-haired figure looking really sad down at me from the cross like when I went to Lutheran school in seventh grade I went to you know Catholic high school and I just it just made me uneasy and the fact that like I mean black people are really really into Jesus and then like definitely in the south and I went to I went to church all the way up into like college but like towards the end before I moved from Atlanta I was like kind of getting just 
after the music was over, I'd be, like, kind of ready to go. Mm-hmm. They'd start talking about putting money in the, the pan, and, like, sometimes they'd say shit about gays. And then it would just turn me off, you know? Because I don't believe in any religion there should be any room for hating anyone. Mm-hmm. Marginalizing a people. I remember watching my dad put money in, and it was always, he would never put less than $100. And it was usually, like, two or three. And I always remember, like, whoa, that's, like, that's a lot of money. And I was, like, thinking, like, why do we, like, and I'd see, like, because I'd see him put this money, and then I'd see the next person and be, like, $5. And I'd see the next person, it might be, like, $10. A couple dollars. And I'm, like, why does my dad feel like he must say goodbye to your credit card rewards? Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Deliver this much. I mean, is he? I mean, obviously, he's giving what his percentage is. Well, they tell you. No, I know. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. But like, he's really following that. And my dad grew up in the South. You know, he went. He grew up in church. And it was like, I feel like he went to church out of just habit because that's what you're supposed to do. And like for me, like when I, when I, when I went and I did enjoy it, like I, I enjoyed the energy. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say I really like paid, I guess I did pay attention to the message. But once we started opening up the book and reading shit, I got kind of lost. And I remember Sunday school was really a time for just to flirt with boys. Um, <laughs> um, but I don't know, like, more more recently, lately, honestly, in the past, I would say, I mean, I've, I think, like, because I had, Catholic school kind of steered me away from religion in a, se- in a sense, in my early 20s, I started, like, thinking, thinking more about what my, like, what I did believe in, and I was like, okay, I'm a spiritual person, okay, but what does that actually mean? What does it mean to be spiritual? Is it just that, like... You know, I ask for things. I talk to this imaginary thing every now and then, or I believe that there's something bigger than me besides me. Um, who, like, what is what exactly it is my spirituality? How do I define it? And I've gone in and out of like trying to figure that out. But recently, I just I've been feeling called to go to church in in some capacity, whether it's church or a space that I can go and be committed to committed to like time and space. Yeah. Devote. Devote to that. To figuring out what that means. Right. What that what the spirituality means and exploring that more, because there's just been too many times where I've been like, wow, shit just is working out. Something is looking the fuck out for me. And it's not just 
by chance. And it's not just by accident or because I'm a good person or karma or luck. And it's like, I feel like I've been feeling called to like honor that in some way because I should. And I, and I'm grateful for it. And I like, I feel like, okay, if maybe there's more and more, there's more to it, you know? And so, but I've been feeling conflicted about it. And that's why I really actually was looking forward to going to Kanye's thing because I did hear like it's it is although it is like church in a way like it's the church that I think that I remembered and loved. Right. And when you when I saw those videos and I heard the music, that's good. it almost like feels like that kind that's what really unlocked it for me when I was a kid and that's why I really loved it and I felt connected to something. And if you can sprinkle some motivation, some, you know, some other like deep shit in there, I'm, I'm in. But I just I have to find what that means to me and where that means to me. I'm like, where do I find this perfect balance of all the things I need in LA? I think that... You have to pay $100 to go see Kanye? Yeah, uh, yeah. No, well, no. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I don't even think he charges. He uh, does. Ashley bought tickets. She did? Yes. Is oh, I thought it was free. Girl, no. You can just go to the forum for free and show up. Well, it was church. Mm-mm. Wow, I'm... I'm shoot, $100? Oh, yeah, this was a new come-up. Oh, wow, I didn't know that. Um, I thought I was... Yeah. I think that we rarely get to go to a space amongst other people and then like bear ourselves and like take off the load of the day, take off the stress, take off what you did yesterday, take it off, unload it and bear it. Like there's not a lot of places that we're willing to be completely naked. Well, we're all here because we want to do some. We want to do some unpacking, and, and I think that was which was what was really beautiful about Kanye because it is still Kanye. So it's like, is this a concert? Or is this church? But people are like, like that's another thing: raising of hands, the, the 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 dropping of knees. Like to me, that's saying like, I'm coming, and I'm dropping all of my everything that I have. Like all the all the the. the the faces and the masks that we put up every day, all the time, not even realizing it. This comes to a place, and you could just like let go of all that, and be like, "I'm here, and I'm I'm laying down everything, and I'm asking for this, and I'm, you know what I mean? Like that's a really beautiful thing. I, I think that wherever you go to seek, you will find it. Like I've practiced Buddhism, I've chanted Nam Myoho Renge Kyo, I've been to Buddhist like spaces, and <clears throat> You go in front of a scroll and you s- s- ring three bells and you nam yo ho range kyo as many times as you can, and that shit seems strange in a room full of a lot of people. But then like there's this powerful movement of this like they call it a mist this mystic <laughs> mysticness, and which other places like SRF have you been there? It's by Malibu in the canyon. Oh, I've been there. The Lake Shrine. Okay, that's what it's called. Yeah. SRF. It's like self-realization fellowship. Yeah, like I've all been paths there. It's to beautiful. God. I've walked over there. I did meditate. Actually, I went there with my friend Alon. We meditated there. And then we went. they have like this bookstore and they talk about like the guy who founded it. I actually have his book. It's right oh, behind yeah, us. Yeah, I always see it. I always yeah. see it. Pamahansa Yogananda. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really feel like there is this omnipresent spirit in, amongst all of us that connects us that's in God that's in our ancestors that's in our angels that's in our kids that's amongst people and so whenever we we can acknowledge that 
and give it power. It's it's also giving ourselves power, and that you know, like and there's obviously something bigger than us. But I think sometimes we get I get stuck on the fact like why we got to call him he, him, who like that's, <laughs> <laughs> like what? Why does it have to be Jesus, Jesus Christ, our Lord, our Savior? Those words make me uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And I know for some people that's like oh no, she's a heathen. I don't know. I believe that there's a lot of godly people that have walked this earth. A lot of healers, a lot of people that possess supernatural abilities beyond the realm of this world. Even tonight, like looking up at the, like I came outside while you were cooking and I was looking at the moon and it was just like, it's just this, this orb that's connected to us and controlling like I was saying, like controlling the ocean. How can we think that it doesn't control us? That it, that we're not connected to. If we're connect, if we're not, if we're connected to that, how many other things are we connected to that we don't even realize it? Then that's why energy is so important. We are all connected. Everything we're connected to. I'm connected to this fucking table because it came from a tree. That you know, you know what I mean. Like well, because we're all made out of the same shit. I know. It's just we're particles and cells and atoms. I just feel like. I don't know, like, there are, I believe there have been holy men like Jesus or Buddha or whoever, and there's not just one specifically that, I don't know if there's one person or thing I would worship, it's more like I honor energy. I see, I see the God in you, I see the God, you know, like, these are just, you have to honor energy, you have to honor what comes natural to you, and I don't, sometimes I get stuck between, like, do we need like discernment? Do we need discipline in certain areas? Absolutely. But I also feel like there's so much to learn and being free and honoring all parts of yourselves. Because there's like I, there's things in Muslim culture I can really appreciate. There's things in a lot of different cultures I can appreciate. But then sometimes I see Muslim wo- women all covered. And I'm like... Because I think inevitably that feeling eventually gets manipulated in some way. No offense, like I somewhat in all religions and all in some way there's, there's a controlling aspect in any system. There's going to be people who take advantage of that system. Yeah, and I'm not saying that because there's beauty in all of it, and I get that there's discipline in all of it, which you know could be argued, which is why women have to wear this and de- whatever. But like, I think that I don't know. Is it sad to think that? Is it human nature to just want to control? Oh, I always battle this in my head. I battle what is human nature. Is that our fault? Yeah, like what is human nature and what is not? Is that our one fault? Like not one, but like obviously there's more, but is that the core of like... Like no, but like if I give Erica 70% power over a system, are you going to inevitably abuse it? No, I I would hate to say that. Like I, I would say like, you know what I mean? Does it just take one bad apple to ruin the bunch? Are they just some fucked up people? That's what I mean. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, do, do some people actually need religion because they can't gauge just a regular ethical moral compass of love thy fucking neighbor? Because it seems pretty much given. But then we see that it's not. And I would like to say that's a root because people have been hurt. And so they act out and hurt other people. But are people just born that way? Like, do people like do people need these systems to to be moral? This the system is of what we're religion. A religion. I no, I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so either. I mean, because I'm sure Christians kill. 
What do you mean you're sure? I'm positive. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, so you're not exempt. No, but I do believe that... Um, okay, I don't know. Like, so I battle this because I, I want to believe that everyone is born pure, that we're all given the same opportunity The like in like once we're born, like in a perfect world, right? I think even in a perfect world, you could have the perfect everything. Environment. Some people, nurture. I think just like there's people that are born and just, I don't know, I do believe like, Evil can be born as well. Oh, for sure. It's not like everyone is just pure. But then it's like, where does that come from? Is that a past life, reliving something, living something out? I just think, okay, and that's another thing. Religion so, okay, what is religion at its core? Religion is so quick to frown their nose up at (laughs) really anything. Witchcraft, witchery, like, bruja. But at the end of the day. It depends what religion, but yeah. Yeah, true, but like all of it is ritualistic. The blood of Christ, the blood and body of Christ, like that's strange. You know, so it's just like it's circumcision and all of it. Yeah. Oh god, don't get me started. <laughs> I watched this documentary on Orthodox Jews. I don't want to talk about it. I told you? No, but I already know a lot. Okay, yeah. <laughs> okay, I got to say it. <laughs> We're talking about religion. We can't skip over it. Okay, let me know. Um, let it out. I don't think they do it. Well, I, I know most people don't do it anymore, but very early on in very extreme situations, the rabbi would cut the baby and then put his mouth on the penis to, I don't fucking know why. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I know. I know. I know. I'm not, I don't mean to laugh, but like. No, it's not. It's. It's. Not a laughing matter, but that's their tradition. Yeah, and then there's another there's another uh, Orthodox Jewish tradition um, where they match the husband and wife. They get married. They go in another room while the entire wedding party waits out in front of the door for their her to consummate the marriage. So essentially, your whole family is waiting to, for you to fuck in the next room, and then you come out. No, they put a hole in your dress so mm-hmm. you can stick it through. Then they come on like, oh, opa. And everybody knows basically you just have to cherry pop in the other room and then you have a party. <laughs> and I was like, whoa. And I think that, that's I, been going on for centuries. But there's in different in, in, in many different religions, though, not just Orthodox. I know, but, but yeah. there's a lot of like we've seen pedophilia, sexual magic and acts it, it, that are taking place in religious like. <sighs> So much. It can all get murky. It can get. It can all get murky. Even the witchiest of the witchy shit could get a little scary too. Well, no, that is scary when you 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 can deal when you're dealing when you're dealing in harnessing energy. It can get murky if you have bad intentions, but at the very root of it all, the ritualistic and the sacrifices, it all comes from some like rather pagan ass shit. It's true. Hmm. All it takes is one dark thought. And then that thought turns into, hmm. No, well, everybody has dark thoughts. No, but I mean, but some people act on them. Okay, well, some people is... don't. Yeah. You know, that's the difference. Insanity. I have a lot of weird fucking thoughts, okay? Do I do them all? Thank no, God. No. Thank no. okay, God. No. <laughs> um. <laughs> I don't know if we just confused ourselves. <laughs> now I sound like a creep. I, I'm like, what kind of thoughts is Erica having? What the <laughs> fuck is going on? Everybody has crazy thoughts. <laughs> You're not alone in your crazy thoughts. <laughs> just don't act on them. <laughs> if they're crazy. Okay, so 
because I felt okay. What would you do? What did? What? How are you going to instill spirituality or religion in your child? Because I realized when I took Eric, I mean Erica, when I took Luna to Sunday service, she was so over it. She was like, is, "How was she into it at first, though?" She was just like, "Whatever." Mm-hmm. Is this the last song? Mm-hmm. And I was like, and she would try to sing some of the songs she knew, but she was well, you know, she could have also been just trying to be a brat, but. Could she sit or was she standing the whole time? Okay, I picked her up because sometimes other people were standing so she couldn't see. Mm. But I'm like, imagine being that small and having all those people stand around you. (laughs) All I hear is sounds. (laughs) Are we supposed to be taking the kids to church so they know some sense of the Lord? Because I was like, she doesn't know anything about church. She was like, what's happening? I've always been asking about God lately, too. Um, Oh. Gosh, what did she say? She said the sweetest thing the other day, which also touched my heart in a way where I was like, okay, like I'm letting her lead this conversation in in some ways. I want to see what her, like I know that people are, there's inevitably someone has told her what God is, whether or not I know it or not, whether it's at school or, you know, but right, like we were looking at the sun. She was like, look at the sunset, mommy. And she was like, how is it that color? And I was like, um, I don't, I couldn't think, and I was like, I don't know. She's like, I know, and I was like, what? She's like, it's God. And I was like, wow, yes, it is God. And the other day she asked me um, something else, and she had said something about God. Or is that what God is? Is God in the sky? Wait, where is God? Imagine to a child how foreign and strange this like, concept is. Like, who is this God oh, person? Where is he at? Is he coming? Is he coming to dinner? Who can you keep stop talking about him? I haven't seen when, him yet. When do we meet him? What the fuck do you mean he lives what in the sky? What does he look like? Like a bird? <laughs> she hasn't asked me all those questions yet, but I think she understands that it's bigger than us. Yeah. That it's not like someone that's gonna that's coming over anytime soon. Right. Right. You know that he. I've, you know that he's around and he's or she is responsible or it or whatever is responsible for, you know, beauty. And things we can't explain. Right, right, right. So, I don't know. It's interesting. I I don't know. I, I, I want her to believe that there... I want her to... I want her to believe in the power of energy. Me too. And, and, the, and, and really the power of beautiful things happening. Beautiful things happening and connection and really that it's all inside of you. Because truly that's what it is. And it's just like, I don't know, we spend so much time looking outwardly and trying to find this bigger purpose going on all these, not that, not to knock anything or about trying to go on retreats or like, you know, trying to find something because we all get to that in different ways. But really, it's just, it's always here. It's always been here. And it's just trying to remember that or know what that even feels like once you find it being like oh that's it right oh I feel connected Mm -hmm. um but um I don't know if I I don't know I'm I'm gonna if anybody is listening right now if you live in the LA area (laughs) and you know of some sort of place of worship I should explore I'm going on a tour (laughs) I feel like all the black people in LA go to one particular church. There's, I know it's called like the one. The one, right? Yeah. No, I'm cool on that one. It was nice when I went. I was too high that day to like be into religion. 
I was just like... It seems, I feel like that's also a scene. It is a scene. I'm not trying to go that. LA, everything is a no, scene. No, it's not. I'm about to go to the SRF, okay? SRF is bomb. That didn't seem like a scene when I went. But the music's not going to be like what you're trying to get. Though. I know. That's the thing. Like, the Where do not. I get the whole balance of it all is what Dear I'm saying. Dear SRF, can Kanye's, like, Kanye's choir <laughs> like... I need Kanye's choir. To collaborate with this self-realization fellowship at Blake Shrine. (laughs) Let's put that out in the universe. I'm going to start my own choir. (laughs) Zaya? (laughs) Starting my own choir. Zaya's my first. (laughs) She is the musical director. No, No, honestly, though. I mean, I, I, I I think I'm like, I honestly, like... There's been so many times, especially like, the last time was in Atlanta. Like when we were out there, like I finally just mm. surrendered and I believed. I was like, something bigger is going to make this okay. It's going to be fine. And I know it's not a coincidence when it happens. And then it happened. And I told myself if it happened in a way, I made a promise, not a promise, but I was like, if a it happened, like I can't ignore this anymore. I have to do something about this. I feel called to to do something about it. So that's why even when you invited me, it felt like, whoa, that's weird. Because when you invited me to Sunday Service, I had been literally thinking about this. Mm -hmm. And we don't talk about religion, me and you. Because we don't talk about religion. religion, (laughs) You know? So I I hadn't told you that yet. So I was like, this is so (laughs) weird. It felt like a big step in our non-religious relationship. I guess. We're also on our period. We're also on our religion together. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) Fuck. Oh my goodness. Um, I just think really what it is is like for for me, for Luna, for the kids, it's just letting her know that divine things happen when you allow them to. There have been so I'm not like religious, but like there are things that happen all the time where I was like, it's just. Yesterday. Remember that name that popped up when we were talking about. Oh. Right? Right. That was so, so weird. weird. It's God, like, ha I'm, I'm around. Mm-hmm. It's me here. We're getting closer. Yeah. I'm, I'm showing myself. Right. Believe it, believe it. Even that moment that you're talking about in Atlanta when <laughs> we, were in a bad, we were in a bad situation. <laughs> and Erica usually be stressing the fuck out. <laughs> And this was a good valid reason to stress the fuck out. Like, they're going to come get this shit. We're going to have to pay another day, and we don't have the money for this shit. Mm-hmm. And you're like, everything else has worked itself out. It's going to work out. And I was like, hmm, that's new. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right. So, okay. Like, I'm always like, well, if you can't do anything about it, you just be. <laughs> and literally, that was a defining moment in our in our fucking manifestation of shit happening for us because looking for Jamel not having not having us like he's not answering the phone for hours or at all <laughs> we've only met him like twice at this point and we see this man walk through this place it was just so crazy I mean I want our kids to know that there's something someone rooting for you so have faith in that and follow that and, and don't miss any messages from anyone and any small thing that seems a little bit mystic. Right. I have a question, Irie. What is God? Um, people, uh, kind of people that makes people. 
people that makes people? Mm-hmm. Is God as people? Mm-hmm. Okay. Where is God? In God. In God? Mm-hmm. God is in God. Okay. Does God, where, God, where does God live? In mm-hmm. God? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Cool. I like that. It's a good description. Well, on that note, <laughs> it's late. I gotta put this little one to sleep. No. Yes. I'm not done with my fishes. But. I love you. Oh, you're out? I love you too. Ooh. This hair, oh my gosh. Mwah. Mm, I want more. Um, if you are in the LA area, come hang out with us on Saturday nights at a simple bar off of Coenga in Hollywood Hills. <laughs> Actually, like Studio City. Not Hollywood Hills. <laughs> what? Like, I don't even know how they got across. It is. That's like, it goes up. It's like the hill. Okay, I guess. Um, it's in a little plaza. It's cool. It's a dope bar. They yeah. play hip hop and the drinks are good and we'll be there. We'll be there hanging out. Nine thirty ish. Nine PM. Nine thirty. I think we already committed to nine. Yeah, but you know we're late. <laughs> yeah, we'll be late. We'll be late. Nine thirty. <laughs> don't get there and not say hi. That's weird. Yeah, please don't do that. Like, just come say hi. We're, that's why we're all there. We're all there to say hi. Oh, also, bring a single friend. Bring a Tinder date, a hinge date. Maybe that person that's been in that inbox that you're like, uh, I don't know, should I do it? Where should we meet? I don't want to, like, be weird. Just invite them there. Simple bar. We'll vet them for you. <laughs> we're professionals. <laughs> Professional Tinder vetters. <laughs> Um, any other announcements? Oh, oh, yeah. We have a big announcement. Sure do. <laughs> After um, one complete year of really strategic... Have we been one year? It's been a minute. I think so. I don't even think we... It doesn't matter. The point is... We stalked and stalked and stalked like we always do. The point is, is just do it. It's God. Just <laughs> ask. If you don't ask, then you'll never know. This is... We're proof of that, okay? This podcast is proof of that. Just everything that we're doing is proof that if you just try and just fucking ask and don't... Just do it. Just do it. Like Nike. Anyway. We have fucking Sean King coming on our podcast. Yep, that's right. You heard her. Sean, Sean King, King is coming on Good Moms, Bad Choices. Yes, and we're so excited because we've been following him for a minute. Ah, I just have so many questions, and I'm sure maybe you guys do too. So please, please, email please us. email us any questions you have. Um, anything you want, just go for it. This is your time. If you've ever wanted to ask Sean King anything, or a social activist, or a black man, or a father, or just an overall just educated human, some shit, here you go. You're welcome. Sean King, baby. (laughs) We'll be in New York. Yeah. Next week. We will. So if you're out there, let us know. Let's hang. Let's go do some shit. Let's go get into some shit. Oh my God. Are we going to have a New York meetup? I feel like we don't have any time, but we need to. Maybe just like a just like a, a bar, a happy hour meetup. Yes, a happy hour. We actually have to. Yeah. We just announced it. <laughs> so if you have any happy hour uh, suggestions, please let us know. Yeah. 
any guy anyway we will catch you guys next week i told you i'm your lottery don't need them tickets mama please yeah confident with modesty she balanced like a crown should be she never lied to me my mama she inspired me black superwoman she can say the credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.